Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy, and this is a podcast that still has no COVID-specific introduction. I got to figure out what to do because this is a rant about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark raving fucking mad that has to do with coronavirus and masks and social distancing and not social distancing and essential working and what's essential and what's not essential. And maybe this is the opening and I'll never remember it for the next one. So this will probably change, but that's the basic gist of it. And this particular podcast Steveish is back, and now Steveish has a rant about joggers and masks and cyclists and social distancing and the park. And I am going to start off before we get to Steveish's rant, which was actually on Sunday, which, if memory serves me correct, and it doesn't, so I'm actually going to look at the day on my computer, which says Tuesday. <laughs> so I know this happened two days ago because I see Steveish on Sunday mornings at seven o'clock. So it was a Sunday. This situation with me happened this morning and they are similar in scope and depth and breadth of conversation. And it, it's going to sound like fucking just rewind, repeat, and, and, and never learn. And it's not me that's never learning. It's these motherfucking people that don't want to seem to learn the basics of this coronavirus leave your house with a motherfucking mask on as a that now needs to be as much as you grab your keys when you walk out of your house you need to grab a mask and put it on because there is no way in New York City, listen, if you live in the fucking country and you're going for a walk in the forest or in the mountains or down a country lane and you are likely not going to pass another human being, do you need a mask? No. If you were on a New York City motherfucking sidewalk, the odds of someone coming around a corner, either hugging the wall or walking wider around towards the street side is, is relatively fucking high. So you're going to eventually bump into another human being even within a five-block radius, even at 6 o'clock in the morning. I will pass another human being. I may see them coming down the street five blocks away, and I may choose to cross the street if I have the light, or I may choose to dip out into the street and walk in the bike lane into oncoming traffic because there generally is no traffic when I'm out at 6 o'clock in the morning. But put on a motherfucking mask or... At that point, have the mask around your neck. So this is basically, this is where Steveish will get there also, but I'm going to get to why I actually, for the first time since this shit started, needed to, to leave the park. I needed to walk out when I left or I would have lost my goddamn mind. I know you're going to say you have already lost your mind, but I legitimately saw not one situation not two situations, but three situations happen consecutively. And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And the first situation is this motherfucking woman who still, after being screamed at by me three times, she comes up to the fucking hill with her dog, not wearing a mask, not even having one on her neck or on her person. She gives zero fucks. She is the one that told me that I need to go speak to Governor Cuomo because according to Governor Cuomo, she doesn't need to wear a mask. That, that is the problem with the messaging. The messaging is unclear. The, the messaging says if you can appropriately social distance, you don't need to wear a mask. But mind you, Cuomo is speaking not only for downstate, he's speaking for upstate in the country. 
in the Catskills, out in Buffalo, way up in those rural areas where you don't necessarily need a mask because you can social distance by like 20 fucking miles, not six feet. So this motherfucking chick is with her dog, is back on the fucking hill, approaching people like she wants to socially engage and chit chat and throw a ball for her dog around you and you're supposed to be okay with that. So I looked at her again and was like, still, still no mask. You still, everyone else on the hill has some form of a mask on, whether it's the one that goes behind your ears or I still rock the bandana because I'm waiting to order some masks and it's not rocket science. There is no way you're in Central Park and not passing someone within six feet, whether it's a cyclist, a walker, a runner, another dog walker, someone sitting on a bench, not walking. This rude, dumb, fucking inconsiderate bitch refuses to put on a mask. She'd rather be yelled at and screamed at, which clearly has no effect by someone. And I don't give a fuck if it makes me look like a goddamn lunatic. I will, until I'm blue in the motherfucking face, I will continue to say, I have friends that work on the front lines. I have friends that have kids with asthma and other underlying conditions. I know people who have family with underlying conditions. I don't even need to know people with underlying conditions because humanity has an underlying motherfucking condition. And if you are refusing to wear a mask, you are refusing to give any fucks about humanity, period, full motherfucking stop. So I turned around from her and I started to walk the opposite way on the hill and I, and I am going to use um, descriptions of the people because it is necessary because it's just, I, I, my mind was blown literally by this next situation. There, there's fit black dude walks up to the park has a mask on, a surgical mask. It looked N95-ish. It was white. It had yellow rubber straps. And I'm like, wow, good for this guy. He's going to run and work out in this mask. He's doing the right thing. Temporarily restored my faith in humanity because this is a goddamn motherfucking roller coaster. It is an anxiety-filled, stress-riddled roller coaster every time you step the fuck out of your apartment or your house or your dwelling, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And this dude was like stretching, getting ready to run. This motherfucker was looking at me. He was looking at other people running around the track who had masks on, by the way. Moose's mom running with a mask has been since the jump. This other woman walking a dog, run walking with a mask. Have never seen her before, but she had a mask on. This other woman on the hill just hanging around, throwing a ball, had a mask. I had my mask on. He takes his mask off, like crushes it in his hand and puts it and shoves it into his backpack while he's looking around. So clearly he knows. He's like, should I be taking it off? Should I not be taking it off? Are people going to run next to me? I'm thinking, are you now going to, how the fuck are you going to avoid everybody up on this hill? Mind you, it is 630 in the morning. The hill is getting more crowded. It's lighter earlier. People know the park is getting crowded later because no one is working right now. If they're working, they're working from home. So they have access to come to the park whenever they want. If they have kids, if they have a job, they go on their lunch break, they come later in the afternoon. The park fills up in the afternoon regardless now of what day of the week it is because what the fuck are days anymore? And so this dude, who couldn't have been like 
in his 20s. He couldn't have been more than 20-something. Has now taken off his mask while everybody else except this dumb bitch has no mask. And he's standing up to stretching. This white guy with a fucking limp and a mask around his neck starts walking over to him. And I'm like, do they know each other? Possible. Not not possible. Do they know each other? Hmm. They might know each other. The dude, the white dude walks right the fuck, doesn't pick up his mask to cover his face, walks right up to this dude. The dude does not even take a step back. There is no like, whoa, bro, you're getting too fucking close. Like the first day that woman with the dog came up to us on the hill and I was like, step the fuck back. I put my arm up. She could, I shot daggers out of my fucking eyeballs. And I was like, stop right the fuck there. You are getting way too motherfucking close. I don't know you. You don't have a mask on. Stop. Because, dude, it's life and death right now. This is not a fucking game. I'm not playing with you. And, and, and I don't know you like that. And even if I did know you like that and you came at me without a mask, I would be like, stop right fucking there. Too close. So, so this dude walks up to this black guy. Black guy stands there. Does a move. The white guy takes his mask off his neck and shoves it in his back pocket. And I literally, they had to know. They had to know I was staring at them because, A, I snapped the motherfucking picture and put it on my Instagram story because now I'm like the no mask wearing police and I will call your ass out every motherfucking time because I don't give a fuck. Because you're playing with other people's lives. This isn't about you. If you were only going to impact you, I would give zero fucks. Go ahead and fuck with Darwin. I don't have time to care. The fact is, you fucking with everybody. And your dumb, ignorant ass is going to fuck over everybody else. And if you're that stupid and you don't wear a mask, then, then you don't get health care, bro. You don't get to go to the hospital. You don't get to potentially infect people that are risking their lives every motherfucking day in the front lines because you can't put on a motherfucking mask. So, and I know that's a song and a dance, and I know I've said it a hundred times, but this dude did not even flinch. He just stood there. Talked to, they stood there talking literally two inches from each other. And then I looked at the two birders who were standing there, one with the mask over, over the mouth only, the nose, nothing. Her birder friend, no mask at all. And I said to myself, I gotta go. I gotta get the fuck out of here because I'm gonna fucking lose my motherfucking mind. This woman can't put a mask on because she thinks I need to go talk to Governor Cuomo. This dude took his mask off and let a complete and total stranger, and even if it's not a stranger, get all up in his motherfucking grill and, and, and stood there and took it for, not for, for who knows how long. I left them standing up there. I wasn't sticking around to watch how that ended because you know I would have been able to hold my tongue. And I already said, as I was yelling to Moose's mom, I was like, I got to get out of here because I'm not trying to also make somebody else uncomfortable who I do care about and who I do like make them uncomfortable because I can't control my rage or mentally compartmentalize my shit like Hazmat's been trying to tell me, like, Live and let go. Live and get the fuck out of here if you don't have a mask on. How about that? How about those big chips? How about those AA big chips in your face? I have no time. I have no time to be patient with anybody. I have no time. There are no, there's no time for niceties. There is no, I want to know. I actually wanted to go up to this dude 
and be like, can I ask you, A, why you took your mask off, and B, why you let this dude get all up in your fucking face? I want to know. I don't want to know from that woman because that woman clearly thinks that Cuomo said, if you can stand six feet away from somebody for like five seconds, you don't need a mask. But en route to where you're going, and once you get to your destination, you're fucked because you don't have a mask. I have no time for her. She's probably a Trump supporter. She's probably some dumb, white trash, stupid bitch. And that's it. I, I have zero fucks left to give. I've never had any fucks to give, honestly, but now I have less than zero. And I don't even know what less than zero is. Zero. Less than less than zero. I'm not good in the math. But I'm sure there's a number that means less than zero. Less than less than zero. There's got to be some formula with some squiggly symbol that means that. I always like the squiggly symbols. I did like algebra. Hated geometry. Hated it. Oh, I got caught cheating on a geometry test. <laughs> I think I cheated the entire way through geometry and still managed to get like a D. Uh, my cheating skills weren't very good either because I felt horribly guilty. And I wasn't very good at not being obvious. I'm like a bull in a fucking china shop. Uh, but... I want to know. I really, I, I do want to know. I want to know why you think that's okay. Why did you take the mask off before, while everyone else around you clearly has a mask on? And it's clearly uncomfortable. It's not ideal. You have snot running all over your face. You're sucking in your own snot. It's disgusting. But you do what you can. It's also, and, and Steveish will talk about this, and I agree with him 1,000% that the mask has now become a symbol of compliance. It may or may not do anything. It may, it, it, it may or may not prevent droplets from whatever. I mean, it, it will do better than not wearing one. Is it 100% effective? It's not an N95 mask. I don't think my bandana is 100% effective. It is 100% psychologically effective. And seeing other people wear masks is 100% psychologically effective. And when I know that I'm not the only person getting involved in altercations, because everyone is wound up extra fucking tight, everyone. You walk out of your house and the stress level is ratcheted up 9,000%. Am I gonna bump, how many people am I gonna pass walking down to the park? How many people are gonna be wearing masks? How many people are gonna be smoking? How many people are gonna be eating? How many people are gonna be drinking? How many people are not gonna know how to social distance? Am I gonna have to walk in the street? Should I walk on the far side? Should I walk closer to the street? Should I walk closer to the wall? Should I walk close? Where the fuck do I walk? Where, how do I navigate five fucking blocks? This is my problem, and this is why I froze on Saturday when I was asking the car, because you, you lose all your sense of how to comport yourself and navigate in a city where, before this started, the only way to get around this goddamn city was to have confidence in the way you moved, and to, not to bowl people over and knock people down. We, New Yorkers, we walk fast. It's in our DNA. We walk fast. We can multitask. We can look in 37 directions at one time. We know where we're going. We know how to get there. We know the zig and the zag. We know, you know, cars are not in, really an issue anymore, but crossing the street, jaywalking, we're not even, there's no traffic. There's, you forget to look and check when you cross the street because shit's so quiet and you know there's no cars. You forget to, you take it for granted. You're like, no one's coming in the crosswalk. You're like, whoa. But, but part of, that in innate New Yorker mentality, DNA, that, that you, you have from living 
being born and bred here, living most of your life here, you can, every New Yorker can tell who the tourists are. And don't tell me that you can, and don't tell me, you've been gone from this city long enough. You have a hesitancy in the way you walk. You have a hesit- you, you are a more polite walker. You are a more polite commuter. You are a more polite human being. And that's not to say, we're, I'm not saying we go out of our way to be rude and obnoxious, which many people think we are. But we just definitively walk from A to B, and we don't, we don't want to walk like A, A.5, zigzag to, to, to A, one and a half, B. We want to go A to B, a straight line, a straight and direct line as possible. <laughs> Even when we bike, it's that way. Which is why many of us get doored and dinged and pinged and, and you know, elbowed by pedestrians. Like, it's a shit show. Because everybody knows where they want to go and nobody wants to alter their path. And now, all we're doing is altering our path. And it's, who's going to be the one to move first? Am I moving for you? Are you moving for me? Who has the right of way? And this is what Stevish gets into when he confronts or gets confronted by someone in the park because he runs earlier than I do. He's out at 5.30, 5.45, already starting to run. And he, he will let you know he doesn't wear a mask when he runs because he thinks he's out early enough. Do I agree with the fact that he doesn't wear a mask? No, I think he should at least have one around his neck, again, for the perception. You need to at least know that there is a potential that you may or may not cross paths with somebody. Can you avoid them by six feet? Is he a conscientious runner? Yes. Is he a conscientious human being? Yes. Would he, would he go out of his way to avoid you? Yes. He will do all of those things. But again, you see first. And people, I know him. Other people in the park that see him coming may not know him. There's a high likelihood and a high probability they don't know Stevish, And they don't know that he's a good dude. And they don't know that he will get out of your way or he will, you know, or he's properly quarantining or social distancing and doing everything. Right. They, they don't know all that about him. So the mask is a symbol that he knows that he should have it on. And like, if he sees you coming, you can quickly pull it up, you can run past them, and then you can pull it down again. Which is what I often do, running around in a circle. If I see people, I'll, I'll put the mask on, and the last time I ended up running with it for the last half an hour because it got more crowded. And it is a bitch to run with that shit around your face. But if you wanna be outside, and that's the only option because the gyms are closed and you need to work out, not only f- physically, but for your mental well-being, you're willing to do that. But apparently this dude this morning was not, took his mask off, put it in his bag. And now people like me have become like the mask police. I will take your picture, I will confront you, and I will put you on blast. How many people see it? I don't know. Do I feel better putting you on blast? Hell yes, I fucking do. Do I feel better ranting about it? Hell yes, I fucking do. Is this my mental therapy? Hell fucking yes, it is. Does that make me a bad person? No, it does not. It makes me a conscientious person, and and I know that that it's coming from a good place and that I'm doing it for all the right reasons. And I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks either, to be frank. So it's, it's not, you know... The tyranny, it's the, it, like Stevish will talk about the tyranny of the uninformed and the fearful. People are fucking afraid. People have every right to be afraid of something that could potentially kill them or people that they love or people that they know and care about or just other human beings. The, the important thing is to be informed. And yes, you need to wear a mask. And yes, it is the perception. And yes, it makes people feel better. So if that is the least that you can do to calm somebody else's nerves a little bit, you're not going to completely untweak the shit out of them. 
but you will calm them down. You will, they will be able to breathe. I can tell you that I relax a little bit when I see people coming at me wearing a mask. And I guarantee you that everybody else does too. I would be hard pressed to say that there are people that if they saw people walking at them, none of whom which had a mask on, that would make them feel at ease. And so, all right, I've been, I've been going on, but I just wanted to say that this morning at the park was the first time since this kicked off that I actually felt like I needed to go home, that I was no longer comfortable in the park. It wasn't that I was afraid. It's just an unease. It's a discomfort level. It's a not knowing level because I don't know you. I don't know who you're around. I don't know where you go. And clearly, if you're not wearing a mask here, the likelihood is you're not wearing a mask anywhere. Are you going shopping without a mask? Are you going to the post office? How many walks are you taking a day? How many times are you in your elevator in your building? Are you in an elevator building? Do you have a doorman? How many people live in your building? How many people do you come into contact with on a daily basis? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't even want to know. I just want to know that you are conscientious and decent enough to put on a mask. And at this point in the game, there, you cannot convince me otherwise that you do not know to wear a mask when you leave the house because every other motherfucker has a mask on. So you got to feel a little bit stupid if you're walking around, unless your situation is one of if you are homeless, if you are mentally unwell, if you don't have access to a mask, the city was giving out masks. I mean, there are other underlying issues as to why some people may not be wearing a mask. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who should have a functioning brain cell, who can put on clothes, dress themselves, take care of an animal, uh, get dressed to work out, clearly have a workout regimen, bird watching, clearly spend hundreds of dollars on binoculars and bird watching gear that really are aware of what's going on. You can't be living under a motherfucking rock at this point and not know. That is, that is all I'm saying. And that is why I left because I no longer, and it's, it really pains me to say that because it is the one hour-ish that I get every day to be out in the park in an open space with my dog, walking around in the grass, smelling the grass, listening to the birds, watching the sunrise, that it doesn't have to be completely fucked by ignorant, dumb, fucking, selfish, narcissistic shitholes who don't want to wear a mask. None of this would have happened if any of those people would have had a mask on. The morning would have just been calm, cool. It would have been short. It would have been the same shit. I come home. I stay home for the rest of the day because I don't want to deal with that shit psychologically. But eventually I know I will. And this is where, I mean, Stevish comes back and talks about that. And when Stevish says that it scares him, I know that then it reaffirms the fact that I am not going crazy. When other people that I trust and I care about and that are friends of mine say, it scares me, then I know it's okay for me to be a little bit scared and I'm not completely losing my shit. I maybe partially have lost my shit, but I have not completely lost my shit. So I will, I will now uh, let Stevish speak on his experience with, with his interaction with the woman that screamed. He was actually the victim. He was actually on the end of what I dish out. And it's interesting to hear what he has to say. So I will shut the fuck up now and let you listen to Steve-ish go off about his experience being confronted by a woman in the park after he was done with his crack ass of Don Jog. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the barking. 
Please scream louder through your mask and over the barking of Oscar. All right, you got another one? Because the last one was really good. I met a guy yesterday. He was walking his dog. <laughs> he was wearing his heavy mask. And he says, he keeps calling his dog, Bagel, Bagel, Bagel. Oh my god, your dog's name is Bagel? He goes, no, Bagel. Bagel? Said, no, Bagel. His name is Bagel. <laughs> dog's name was Mabel. I just couldn't understand. Mabel. He was wearing the mask. It's communicating through a mask is very challenging. Because well, I'm already snotting all over myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure. And I have to invest in some actual mask masks. But I would like to support a company that, like, you buy five and they... They give five to They us. give five. But I have to tell you, today, for some reason, I'm having a really difficult time, like, catching my breath through this thing. And I'm not sure. And I'm not I sure. Like the, I like buffs. But you know, buffs, yeah, but I don't think buffs are tight enough. Oh, they're totally. My, the one I've really is great. The, I think I, the bandanas. I have a hard time keeping up. It does. Well, I've already touched my nose 50 times, but I know that my hands have touched absolutely nothing since I've walked out of the house. Kircher's eating dirt, which is why I try to mosey. I literally zigzag this in the morning on the weekend because otherwise he doesn't walk. So. So here's the thing. Okay. This is going to be controversial. Okay, controversy is good, because the last one was a little bit controversial, too, I have to admit. See, you're not going to like this one. Okay, but that's okay. This is controversy. Now, the governor says, okay. wear a mask, right? Yes. If you're going out, wear a mask. If you cannot maintain appropriate social distance from other people. Okay. Okay? And he even told a little story. He said, if you're going hiking, and you're walking down the trail, and there's nobody on the trail, you don't have to wear a mask. But there might be somebody five minutes after you on the fucking trail. Then he says, if you see someone coming, yeah, bad. put a mask on. Bad, bad. So this is the guidance from the governor. Bad. All right. Which would mean that if you're in Central Park at 5.40 in the morning, running on the road, and there's nobody around, right? And you're out there, there's nobody around. Right. There's 800 million, billion, trillion cubic feet of fresh air. Okay. Everywhere. And there's nobody around. You do not have to wear a mask. I have to, I have to agree. Listen, I agree with you. Right. On that note, on the, on the physical exercising, as long as nobody is within 9,000 feet of you. Well, 9,000 feet, that's like between here and Queens. That's, I'm okay with that. So, and what's your stance on that? But 9,000 9, feet? Listen, I come out like you. I'm out at six in the morning. Yeah. I have my bandana yeah. around my neck. Right. If I see someone, like the last couple of days, yeah. it's been getting a little more crowded that early. Right. If I see you, A, first I will try to run an additional 7,000 feet, zigzagging my ass off to avoid you. Yes. And because it's my responsibility as the runner. Right. If. If, for some reason, you don't get the hint that I'm avoiding you and you seem to tend to walk in my general direction still, I will put my mask on. Yeah. Which I find really highly challenging to run with this shit strapped over your face. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? And people have passed out. Yeah, I believe it. From doing it. And so I think, here's my theory on the whole thing. I think it's mask or no fucking mask. I think leaving it up to people who can't calculate basic math, right. letting them determine what six feet is, is a fucking problem. Because what six, six feet should be a general measurement. 
And maybe they need to give out like six foot sticks or some okay, shit. So are we six feet apart? We are over six feet apart. Okay, great. Right? So if we were running and, 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 and you were coming at me and I was coming at you and I didn't have a mask on. I would avoid the fuck out of you. I would run. I would run away from you. Right. So it'd be at least as far away from you. So you're, a you're a conscientious human being. Okay. So I'm running in the park on Friday. Okay. Oh, and did you have an altercation with someone? I, there was an older woman. Oh, boy. And it wasn't just me. I could hear it coming because there are many runners that early in the morning who do not wear masks for okay. this reason, right? Because it's easy to avoid other people. Fair. At a distance. And there's this older woman, and she's coming at me. She's walking, approaching me on the road. I, I run my way over to the other side of the road. She's screaming. You fucking animal! You care about nobody! Wow, that's like me. Get the fuck out of the park! Like she's screaming her head off. Was she, did she have a mask on? She had a mask on. Okay. That counts for something, at least. Right? So, here I am. I'm thinking, this is, like, not going in the right direction. Because now it's lighter earlier. Which right. Means what? More, More people, people are out. be in the park earlier. A hundred percent. people were not comfortable going into the park when it was dark. So... There's gonna be more people out in the park early, screaming their fucking heads off. I saw three people on Friday all doing the same thing, screaming at people who were behaving within, behaving appropriately. According to the guidelines. According to the guidelines, just not wearing a mask. So what does this mean? On my walk back on Friday, I'm thinking, well, I should probably start wearing a mask when I run. Not because it's necessary, not because it's going to keep me or anybody else from getting sick, but just as a symbol Correct. that I'm complying with nothing, with nothing, th that I have to submit to the tyranny oh, no. of, of, of the uninformed and fearful in the world. That's actually a good, tyranny of the uninformed and fearful is very good, because I think instead of saying the tyranny of the government who's trying to suppress our civil rights. No, it's not at all the government who's trying to suppress civil rights. It's people who've... Who, who don't understand. But I think that's a big thing because it's, it's psychologically, I've said this in a, in a number of rants. For me, it's the perception. If I see you have a mask on and you're running and you have the ability to see me coming and either pull the mask up or make an effort to avoid me further, like here's my problem. Like I was working out the other day and I, when I'm done with my run, I'm over by the bench way over there, yeah, over there. and I stay away. Okay. But that doesn't mean that you can still hug the line this woman ran some right past the benches. Right. She didn't make any effort she shouldn't do that. to get left. Like, it's not my responsibility to move for you right. because you're running. Right. So I, it's the same thing with walking. People are having issues walking on the street. Who moves for who? And, and you can't socially distance on a New York City sidewalk. Right. So whenever you go outside, I wore my mask right. up the sidewalk because I wasn't right. sure at any given time who could come around the right. corner. Right, and you can't get away from someone on the sidewalk. Right. Wear a mask. But if you're running on a wide road with not a lot of people around, almost no one. So let me ask you this question because- Then you can get out of the other person's yes. way. You should not need a mask. But, right, but it is the runner's, biker's responsibility yes. to make the move. Yes, absolutely. And I have to say, there are plenty of motherfucking cyclists for some reason that don't make the move. Yeah, well, cyclists are dicks. And that's a problem. As a cyclist, I feel I can play that card because as one, I can, I can rip, so. 
I agree with you 100%. I think we're fucked anyway, and here's why. You know he extended the New York pause yesterday. Oh, to when? For another three weeks. I'm guessing if that's three weeks from now. Who knows what day? Who knows what days are anymore? Here's my question. The problem with that is that all of these local establishments are starting to slowly open. Takeout only, delivery only. Here's my problem. And mess hall yesterday blocked me on Instagram. You're opening to serve bourbon and beer and hot dogs. Takeout only. You are not walking home one block to eat a hot dog cold and to drink a beer or have a shot of bourbon. So what does that mean? You can wear a mask to come to the establishment and to order your food because they're saying they refuse to serve you without a mask. But then what happens when every motherfucker stands outside on the sidewalk, takes their mask down and shoves the hot dog down their throat? Because are you really taking a hot dog all the way fucking home to eat that as takeout food? Honestly? That is not, that is the problem. Well, but that's not the, the restaurant's fault, right? It's the person eating the hot dog's fault. So no, it's the restaurant's fault for opening and drawing the people out to them. It is the restaurant's fault. That restaurant's not staying open. Hold on, this, hold on. This guy doesn't have his, he's a chin mask wearer. Oscar, Oscar, come here. Hey. Daisy. Oscar! Daisy. Daisy. Oscar! Oscar, come! Oscar! Let's go! Everybody stay here. That's what happens. Dogs know. Dogs, unfortunately. So listen, I want to know. So here's the case in point. Oh, you you have her on leash. Okay, you want to walk the other way? Because I think he's going to dip in there. Come on. Stick that stick. Let's go. Come on. I mean, that's another problem, like the whole mask on the chin situation. But, so my problem is... But he's not doing anything wrong. He, if, he, if he were to come, if he were to be unable to get away from us in his perambulation, then he what? should Perambulation? Perambulation. Then he should put his, his mask on his face. But, but you know, it's also a problem that every time you take it up and down, up and down, up and down 50 times, you're constantly touching your face or your mask or your face area. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. Cause honestly, like, I think the whole situation is murky at best. But my whole point with the restaurant is the line between what is essential and what is not has been completely fucked. Uh, look. So what are you pausing really? What are you pausing? You're gonna go out for bourbon and a fucking hot dog? But, you, but, but then you're not gonna let something else open? And you really need a fucking hot dog? Like, come on, I under, everybody's fucked, dude. Everybody's fucked. I'm not sitting here trying to just pick on Harlem Mess Hall. My, my rage is like, covers the spectrum. <laughs> Only because I think we've come this fucking far. But nationally we're fucked anyway, so what does it really matter? You know, I, I hear you. I agree with you, and I think, I think it's not that controversial. I think, really, you wear a fucking mask. Like, kids are dying now. Like, we don't know anything about this thing. Like, you just take the precaution. Stay closed another three weeks. Like, it, we, why fuck up what we've fucking sacrificed so much for? That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to, like, 
ruin anybody's life financially or cause anyone any more fucking distress or discomfort? You think I'm already like gagging through this fucking bandana that's like soaked in snot? This is fucking miserable. But that's when it gets the worst and it gets the hardest. That's when you have to like lock it down the most, like fight, you know, like stick it the fuck out. Suck it up, buttercup. Put on your big girl pants. Don't need, don't go out for a fucking hot dog and a shot of bourbon. I mean, this is, I had the problem the other day with, uh, what's her name? Bailey's mom on the hill. Wearing a mask, carrying her travel mug of coffee. Tell me if I'm crazy. Every time you take your mask off 37 times in two minutes to sip your coffee is not effective. Is it? Tell me if I'm wrong. Drink your coffee at home and then come out. And I think a lot of that is perception, maybe. I think, I think, yeah, I think that, look, if, if, if I stand this far away from you, remove my mask, take a sip of coffee and put my mask back on again, I have not put you at risk. There's a breeze. How do you know that? Anything that comes out of me is not going to go this far. How, but there's no... They've How said a trap. How do I know that? Because they've said over and over and over and over again, you got to stay six feet away from people. They've actually said six feet is the minimum. If you stay six feet away from people, then then you're fine, right? And if, if, they, if, if it should be 12 feet away from people because there might be a breeze, then I think I would have heard you got to stay 12 feet... Pe- 12 feet away from people if it's windy. But I've never heard that. Well, they did, see, but that depends on... See, that's also information gathering. And, like, they did a test on CNN. Randy Kay went to some breathing... A respiratory specialist. They set up a mannequin with exhalation, and they threw on some, like, fluorescent, like, green lights, and they showed the disbursement of breath from zero to 12 feet. And this guy, this respiratory professional, said six feet is the minimum, and with a ma- he sh- they showed exhalation from runners, exhalation from a cough, exhalation from normal breathing, both with and without a mask. And it, the, the particles traveled further than the yeah. six feet. The New York so, Times did a similar thing, right? And they did it, but they didn't tell you, except in the very fine print of the article, that they were, they were in a small room inside. Yeah, I think it's everything is relative to the everything conditions. To the conditions. Yeah. So I think the bottom, I think the moral of the story is, give us the moral in Stevish. The moral in Stevish. Yeah, that, people want it in Stevish. That this is, uh, that this is, uh, that, that what this requires, maybe more than 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 our country, which has a massive stupid problem. And <laughs> what it requires is is a tremendous amount of individual responsibility yeah. and good judgment, right? Agreed. I, I, I have I have a lot of sympathy for mess hall. Because, Same. Because these businesses, if this continues, will never reopen again. But have a lot. But what about a lot of sympathy for me? I don't for everybody that's unemployed. And, and, the, and, and the economic, the economic damage that this is, this is causing us today, is bad. Is several orders of magnitude larger than anybody thinks. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're talking about levels of unemployment we haven't seen since the 1930s for a long time. Because these businesses can't, it's not just, so you get a PPP loan, right? The personal pay, the, uh, the Paytech Protection yeah. Program loan. So you're a small business. You're like Mess Hall, 
or you're like a deli or something, and you get one of these loans, and the objective of this loan is for you not to lay anybody off. Well, okay, fine. So you can't lay anybody off. You're paying, you continue to make payroll, which is a noble objective. Right. But you've still got rent. You've still got leases on your equipment. You've still got insurance. You've still got supply chain uh, relationships that you need to maintain. You cannot possibly not have income from customers for any period of time and still make it economically worthwhile to keep your business open. Right, but there's right? not, but people are also fearful of not coming out. So op- it's, it's the opening versus customer balance that people are struggling with because this guy broke it down, this restaurant owner really took what you said and like really broke it down to the minutia, which was if he opens and has to hire people and these people who live off of tips don't make their salary, he's responsible for covering that. He can't cover that and cover his expenses. He also can't, he doesn't want to, as a decent human being, require them to come back, A, deal with the fear and the, and the psychosis of it, and B, deal with the fact that it's not worthwhile for him. I, can, I think that's very paternalistic. To open. For him to say that, you know, I don't want to require my people to have to come to work because they might be afraid of getting sick. But they also I then can't apply for unemployment. But then they can't apply for unemployment, and for a lot of these people that live off of tips, unemployment unemployment pays more than their salary. Which is also going to dry up. Which is impossible to get, because I've still been kicked off the system 50,000 fucking times, and I can't get on. Exactly. So, to to finish my point, I have sympathy for Mess Hall, and if Mess Hall is going to do what the state allows it to do, right, people are going to have to are going to have to engage with Mess Hall in the appropriate way. Right, I and think, that, yeah. And that is, and, the, and, and that means if, if they want to eat their hot dog, go stand somewhere where they can eat their hot dog and not uh, come into inappropriate contact with other people. And that's not Mess Hall's responsibility. That's the individual customer's responsibility. Okay. That's what I think. I think that's fair. I think you broke it down, and I think you have uh, set, set me straight at least. I really am trying, as Hazmat said, I'm really trying to mentally compartmentalize this and trying to let go of what I can't control. But it's, it's, that's very challenging. Yeah. Because your initial instinct that kicks in is rage and frustration and, and just total what the fuckedness. You're just like, why can't people, like you said, you're not asking for like Einstein level smart here. You're asking for basic common... Is it common smarts? Like, is this even, I mean, maybe it's not common. Maybe that's the problem that you are so eloquently discussing. Which, by the way, your Governor Cuomo New York City accent was uh, pretty good. Thank you. All right, thank you. Steve-ish broke it down once again. These rants are hard to do with these fucking masks on, I have to say. I'm exhausted. Steve-ish was just laying down the law about runners and masks and... Life in masks and common sense and masks and the lack of common sense and stupidity in a country and basically all of that. So hundreds of people walking by. Just go back to the point you said about Central Park. What does it do to you? You said it. Central Park on a on a on a on a sunny, even a weekday afternoon, like at three o'clock in the afternoon, it's fucking outrageous. It scares the hell out of me. What the hell are all these people doing? Are they all wearing masks? No. No. Right. 
Are they all social distancing? No. No, and they're making no effort to stay away from one another because you can't, because there's too many fucking... So people. what do you do? You lock the fucking park down. It's not a New York pause. I go back to my point. If we're going to go through this shit for three weeks, would you not rather be completely locked the fuck down for three weeks knowing that at the end of three weeks, shit could potentially be better or going through this dilly-dallying three more weeks, one more week, two more weeks, nobody's wearing masks, shit is scary. Like, lock the shit fucking down. You th- and, and, and de Blasio only wants, to, only wants to monitor the number of people down at the piers? because people can't, because the piers are so narrow and people can't control themselves like out on the lawn in the West Village. I said, what about up here? What about Morningside Park? What about Van Cortlandt Park? Morningside Park. And who's, well, they're counting. Supposedly, if this weekend was nicer, I have to say, thank God that the weather like dropped to like freezing temperatures because it did keep people out of the fucking park. But they were planning on setting up some type of like limitations of how many people could enter um, two of the peers down in the West Village because of that shit show that happened last weekend. And I'm like, what are they going to do? Have cops stand there with a clicker? And then you're going to have overcrowding of people online waiting to enter the like park? The, feel like this, our, our supermarket over here. Yeah, one in, one out. And then what do you do? Get your hand stamped? Is there no re-entry? Like once you enter the park, you enter and then you cannot go back in for the rest of the day? It's crazy. So that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know, you know, how do you rash, how do you mentally compartmentalize that? It's the stupid factor. It's the exponential stupid factor. But it's good to know that at least it scares the fuck out of you and that again, it justifies my insanity because when I sit there and feel like I'm the crazy one, I find comfort in your craziness. Just so you know, I appreciate that. Oh. Like Friday, I come up here with Daisy on a Friday evening to sort of end the week. There are people sitting in groups all over the place. Yeah, and they can't all be living together and quarantining together. Right, that's what I mean. It's, there's no fucking way. But you don't say anything because you just keep, do you go, does that make you turn around and go home or do you just find another place to walk? Hey, come on. No, I just find another place to walk and if I can't do it, you know, I'm not up here for very long. It's just I'm giving the dog a walk at the end of the day. So I just, you know, I, again, I perambulate around people. How do you deal with that? What, how do you process, does it make you, like, angry? I'm just wondering, like, how, like, I vent, I rant, I rage, I, like, get really, like, aggravated, and then I scream. I don't, it doesn't make me angry, because what, what doesn't make me angry, because I don't believe that me getting angry is going to accomplish anything. Okay. It's not going to make me feel better, it's going to make me feel worse. Hey. <laughs> You're just gonna make me feel worse. It's gonna ruin my evening. I, you know, I don't have time for that shit. This is difficult enough without being angry all the time. Yeah. So my attitude is, look, I can't control the rest of the world. I can only control the way I respond to the rest of the world. So I'm gonna choose to respond, you know, in as, in as, as best I can. That's a very good hazmat response. The two of you are on the same. The two of you are on the same plane, so I, I know who to go to when I need to be talked off the ledge. I thought I had, you know, I always felt like I had an affinity with that. You let her know. Yeah, I will. She'll know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
All right, so I just want to wrap this up by saying I completely understand what Stevish says when he says, I'm not going to get angry. It's not worth it. I can only control what I can control. So I'm going to control what I can control. My whole point in my rage is that you are being controlled. And you can, you are being controlled because you feel like you're being forced to leave the park because you are no longer comfortable there because other people are making a choice to not follow the most basic rules. So yes, you can control it. You can control only what you can. I understand that. But by default, you are being controlled and led back home or somewhere else, back onto the sidewalk, back onto a block in your neighborhood, which could potentially be more crowded than the park because other people are choosing to exert that lack of control, that lack of choice to put on a mask. And and that, in default, is causing you to alter your activities and alter your life. So I... I which makes me angry because it wouldn't have to be that way if they were to just wear a mask or socially distance properly, not sit in groups, not crowd in the park. I, I understand we are a crowded city. This is, I am not, <laughs> I am not avoiding these basic facts of where we live, but I, I, I am really trying to like, you know, it is very live, live and let go and mentally compartmentalize and you can only do what you can do. And yes, you can wear a fucking mask. If, if you can't wear a mask, stay the fuck in your house. Do not, do not go to a park and ruin it for everybody else that is trying to comply. And I, I, I just wish that it it wasn't, you know, people didn't feel like their rights were being infringed upon. And I want to go back. I think it's a very good point that this is freedom versus inconvenience. This is no one encroaching on your rights. This is you being inconvenienced to put on a mask to go out to stop the spread of a deadly pathogen. It's in, it's an inconvenience. Losing your freedom is being thrown in a fucking train car and shipped to a Nazi death camp. That, that is not inconvenient. That is an infringement on your freedom to exist as a human fucking being. So I think it is that, and Lincoln talked about this in, in another podcast that's coming up, but you know, what is freedom versus inconvenience? And why it is older generations that have lived through the Holocaust or have lived through wars within their governments and their countries where it is literally life and death if you walk outside your door because of gunfire going on. It, that, is, that is not an inconvenience. That, that is an infringement on your freedom to freely move about your town, your city, your home because of your race, your religion, your gender, your sexual orientation, your, I, I mean, a million of those things because you're afraid you're going to get arrested by ICE because they may or may not think that you legally belong in the country because of the color of your skin. I mean, it, it's, it's at this point, it is inconvenient as fuck. But that is a minimal inconvenience. 
to put on a face covering. You would think like they were tying your hands behind your back or taking away like one of your arms or one of your legs or your sight or your, the ability to, and there are people that are confronted with those challenges every day during the course of their daily life and still have to survive through this pandemic, relying on the, on, on people and humanity to not put their lives further at risk. Why is this so fucking complicated? That is what I don't under fucking stand. Put the fucking mask on and leave it the fuck on. And don't touch it until you get the fuck home. And that's all. And, and Because you can only can control what you can control. And putting on a mask is something you can fucking control. So just control it. All right. That's all I'm going to say. There's no need to rehash the six way to Sunday. What I do want to say is I am going to be getting some masks from the ladydandelion.com because Franklin had on one of her masks and shouted her out on her story. And then I went and checked out her Instagram page, which is Shop Lady Dandelion. And the masks are adorbs. At, although I'm not really the most floral person on the planet, I do appreciate a, a good plaid or a polka dot, um, you know, or something with some type of graphic print. Uh, but there is a give back, a pay it forward. It's an artist supporting artist thing. She's over there on the left coast. She rolls with Franklin. I think they do a yoga thing. Um, but go check out the lady dandelion, go check the lady dandelion.com. Go check out shop lady dandelion on the Instagram. You could check me out on the Instagram at Doodleheads and on the Twitter at small pencil club. And we'll be on the live DJ jam at eight o'clock. And you know where to find Steve ish. He dips into the DJ jam once in a while. And you could find him at his whole full name, which I'll put on my Instagram because I think it's Steve D. His whole government name is what his Instagram handle is, but he should, he needs to change it to Steve ish because that's how everybody knows him. Um, uh, you know where to find Hazmat. Her and the Buddha Belly are on the Instagram stories multiple times a day on Woof Woof TV. Uh, Guapa's hard at work on the front lines. Uh, thanks to all the peeps for dipping into the jam. Uh, the next list is uh, the male top 10 singers of all time. And Brian Adams, off the motherfucking list. The dude's Brian Adams is canceled, is trending on Twitter. What a motherfucking racist Instagram post he put out. And how disappointing that I now have to go and delete all my Brian Adams music off my iTunes and will never listen to Brian fucking Adams again because who knew Brian Adams was a racist as fuck shithole. And if you need to know, you can go check. I have the post on my Instagram story. I tweeted it out because Brian Adams clearly did not know that screenshots are forever. So Brian Adams can fuck all the way off and you guys can go check out the Lady Dandelion. Lincoln's rant will be coming up uh, later on in the week. And uh, then we'll get back to the top 10 list. And I'm Lewis is going to definitely uh, weigh in on that. And I'm sure Franklin has a few things to say. Maybe we'll even get Mr. Martini. Uh, maybe Jake and Sham, who I will now forever and eternally call Ham Each, because I think that's his other Instagram, <laughs> his shady second Instagram handle, his burner account. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for letting me vent in your ear holes. And thanks to Steve-ish for always coming through with the honest, grounded, down-to-earth. It's the calmest rant ever. I mean, he really never raises his voice. Uh, one of these days we'll get him going, but he did get pretty amped up. He did yell about when he was imitating the woman, which was really well done. And his uh, Governor Cuomo accent is uh, pretty good. So uh, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And yo, wear a fucking mask. Go buy one from the Lady Dandelion. All right, until the next time, peace and hair grease. Peace.